Blog Talk Radio. Here we are, folks. I'd like to welcome you to our Wednesday night get-together with uh, Dr. Catherine E. May and uh, God and guests. What a, an array of people we're going to be visiting with tonight. And I have to remember to put in the dateline. Let me see. Today's November the 6th, the year 2013, and by my clock, it's 6 o'clock Mountain Time. I want to welcome all of you. Some of you may be new to our calls. Um, Doctor, I'll tell you very briefly, um, uh, this is Dr. Catherine May's call, and uh, Dr. Uh, May's website is whoneedslight.org, O-R-G, or .net. Either one works. Dr. May is a practicing clinical psychologist, in New York City and in the Hudson Valley area, and has been for over 35 years. So she's well-known. In fact, she's well-known around the globe, particularly with her very unique technique that took 20 years of training to master and is now encompassed in her book, Who Needs Light? And that can be ordered on her website. It's been termed by Mother God as a manual for ascension. Uh, This is a very unique uh, opportunity to learn how to train our own brain to do more. And I won't say any more than that. Dr. May can tell us about that. And she's right here. So with no more to do, I'm going to turn this over to you, Catherine. Thank you, Anne. (laughs) I happen to know that Anne was running to get to the phone. (laughs) So I'm glad you made it. <laughs> I am too. I had to stop and go on mute and catch my breath a couple of times. Oh, well, well let you tell them about my website. I didn't do that one either, right. did I? Well, no, you oh, didn't. I did I'd be good happy considering. To. Considering, <laughs> I'd be happy to tell people about it. <laughs> this is Anda Hart, and her website is called HollowEarthNetwork.com. And the Hollow Earth Network has been building and growing and expanding and encompassing all kinds of things in recent years, including a connection to my website. So Anne posts posts all of my um, channelings on her site, and now she's taken over building my site, and you can tell because it is so beautiful. And she's done such a good job. It's it's just a wonderful work in progress, but it's it's really coming along, isn't it? Uh, Catherine, at this point, I would like to um, 
uh, commend uh, Dennis Stiles, a professional software programmer who came to our rescue when he heard me talk about all the postings that needed to be done to complete your website that uh, were just just didn't fit into the time clock the way it's been racing around. And uh, Dennis has now posted all of Dr. May's When God Pinched My Toe, those wonderful, this was most of our introduction to Dr. May, was When God Pinched My Toe, When It All Began. It's a wonderful story that uh, we all love, and every one of those 189 episodes, except two, Catherine, we have to find them, are posted. And also, all of Jesus Sananda's um, The New Scriptures are also posted thanks to Dennis. We're very grateful. And those of you looking for the translations, they're on their way. So Mm. bear with us, but much gratitude and appreciation to Dennis. Thank you, Catherine. Okay. How many, are you aware of how many languages we have? Have I I counted 12, but you told me 14. So, yeah, we're we're going to have to scramble and gather them from all our different storage areas, and get to work. Mm, thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to be quite a resource. <clears throat> as soon as all of those are posted, we will have visitors from all over the world coming to um, use it as a reference. And we have invited people to um, copy and use the translations it was Sananda's request that they that they be um, reproduced and copied only as they are, with no additions, no commentary, no um, correct, you know, nothing left out, and with the reference to the website and uh, and to his name and mine as the authors so that it cannot be changed. That's the only thing that he requests. And there's good reason for that, because his teachings got changed the last time, and he doesn't want that to happen again. So everyone that I know of so far who's used them um, have have very you know, graciously asked for permission, and it has always been granted. I always check with Sananda, when he um when the translations are done he approves the translator when the um copies are you know reproduction is asked for he approves it so that's how we've been proceeding just so we don't make the same mistake so i was told that tonight um oh i should probably give people a little update on the tour shouldn't i I think so. I think everybody's looking forward because this was the icebreaker and there's many to follow. Yes, we. it was our first stop on the Healing for Ascension tour. And we. Uh, it was Houston. Actually, we, we did most, the, we did the uh, two workshops, um, an evening presentation, and two Healing for Ascension um sessions. So we were busy for three and a half days and some individual work as well. So we were booked solid for three and a half days 
and it was a fabulous experience. We had, I, I hadn't expected this at all, but we had a group of people who all wanted to come to every event. So by the end of the weekend, I knew most of the people there. Um, I had worked with them individually or personally or in the workshops, and they made changes that were just amazing in the space of that weekend. So it was a wonderful experience for me. And the most interesting part, I think, that we're going to carry with us around, you know, it was our plan to do this, but we saw the results. We had a group of six angels who are the the people I've trained who surround the group in the healing sessions. They surround the group and send healing energy to the entire group. And then one by one, the people come up and see me. But during the entire session, the angels are sending this powerful energy to the whole group in the um, in the meeting. Catherine, room. I think you should identify the angels because there could be people that are not quite sure in what dimension these angels are. <laughs> yes, they're they're here with us. They're they're people who um, are are at a very high level. They have done have done a lot of um, spiritual work and they've done the visual centering work. So they're very clear. Um, this time we had a number of people from Houston, from the Houston area, who um, came to the workshops and the um, and some individual sessions before we met. And there were many I had communicated with before I got there. They were also good friends of Janet, um, Janet Burke, whom we call. Janet Ariel, and we had six people. Um, many of them were were new to me in this particular event, but in the f- the coming events, we're going to have a group, and we will travel together. So we'll have the um, the same group of people helping. We call them angels because they are <laughs> they're wonderful they have they're they were all healers and and uh were able to do very powerful energy healing and i let's see if if I could name them all I think I can um, Janet Tammy Margie Don. Aubrey and Nancy. Uh, I thought we had Phyllis in there. Well, we had, yeah, I think we did. So these were all the people that, that were doing the angel work in Houston. They probably won't be the same ones when we get to Edmonton. But there were were a couple of them who said, we'll travel, we'll come visit you, we'll come to the events. So we're going to have some people who will be with us off and on as we travel around the country. 
So it was very exciting. And the, the part that was so satisfying was how powerful the angels were and how effective it was because they raised the vibration in the room to such an extent that people were just practically floating off their chairs before they even got to me. And, you know, many tears were shed, lots of joy and happiness, good friends, um, good friendships created, and it was really a wonderful time. So we'll be using the same basic format um, in each in each city that we come to. We'll have the workshops, which are um, limited to about 12 to 14 people. Um, we'll have the evening presentation, which is for a larger group. Everybody can come to that. And the healing groups, um, we may vary this, but we found two hours with about 30 people. 25, maybe 25 people is ideal. And that way I get to spend individual time with everyone. And during the group... um, Maybe St. Germain will talk about this. During the healing sessions, Sananda came through my hands, and I could feel it just vibrating. And then I could use my hands to help with the healing. And St. Germain said, okay, I'll come along, and I'll, I'll send the healing energy from behind them so they'll be feeling it from both directions. And boy, did they. There were a couple of people I was afraid were going to fall over, you know, uh, because the energy was so powerful. It was quite quite an interesting time for me, too. And very satisfying because, well, we have lots of testimonials. And we will, I think we're going to have to have a page for testimonials then. Because we got. Yeah, I'm getting ready to clear uh, the Houston. Um, page uh, and open it for testimonials. I'll clear the agenda and open it for testimonials. Oh, perfect. Mm-hmm. So we have, uh, and most people even sign their names. We'll just use their first names. But they they talked about some very interesting things in those testimonials. So all in all, it was a wonderful time. And Janet, our travel angel, <laughs> did a beautiful job and you know, we're still learning. We're working out the kinks, but it's it's going to be great fun. I really look forward to traveling and meeting new people everywhere. So if any of you are anywhere near the list of towns, we had people, a lot of people from Austin came and from all around. So sometimes people travel to come to the meetings, but if any of you see a city near you coming up, Just let us know, and you can help us with the planning and maybe maybe, uh, audition to be an angel. (laughs) (laughs) Audition to be an angel. I like that. Oh, by the way, um, if you want to see the list, um, go to Catherine's beautiful new website. I concur. It is every time I look at it, I'm jealous. (laughs) So pretty. But um, it is who needs light dot org o r g or dot net, and uh, the page will be 
Healing for Ascension Tour. And all the cities are listed there. Uh, Not all the details are available. That's a work in progress. But keep an eye on it. Know what city it is that you want to follow. And uh, is there an email um, that they should do? What what should they do when they find their city? What, What should they do? The um, the email is just for the people who want to help out. Okay. And people who have groups, you know, um, sometimes people have groups that meet together or they, they belong to some kind of a spiritual gathering group, they can contact us. And the sometimes people have wonderful suggestions about about venues that we could use or, you know, people that they want to contact to let them know that we're coming. And they can go to Healing for Ascension Tour at gmail.com to send us uh, you know note, to send us emails about what they would like to do. And Janet keeps an eye on that one and organizes people. She loves talking to the people who write in. She calls them back and they chat and figure out how to work together. And she starts the fun long before we get there. So Healing for Ascension Tour at gmail.com. I think that's that's the... uh, I think you've done wonderful. You know, this. um, you were just alerted that this was on your agenda just a a minimum of a few weeks ago. (laughs) And uh, you've got a a major tour um, ending in my backyard in Tucson, Arizona. Absolutely. So celebrate. Won't that be fun? Yeah, well, that's just the ending of the part we've planned. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. But definitely we're going to come to Tucson and uh, have some fun with you. And we haven't quite planned where we're going from there, but there were um, a bunch of people at the... um, at the Houston Houston meeting that want us to come to North Texas. So North Texas is right up there kind of on the same parallel with Oh yeah, not far from here. You just shoot right across. Uh-huh. Mhm. So we'll, you know, we'll be planning it as we go. A few months out. Mhm. So it's going to be exciting. All right, well, that's the basics about the tour and about what's ahead. Um, The healing calls on Tuesday morning and Thursday night are continuing, and those are also posted on the website. So if you want any information or how to get there, that's also on whoneedslight.org. And all of them are archived on Blog Talk Radio. And that that's this station, blogtalkradio.com slash channel panel. And if you go there, you can, you can find all the archives. So that's all the business for tonight. <clears throat> Mother, Father, God, we're being a little mysterious. I'm not oh, sure. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah? They're fun. <laughs> <laughs> what do they have in store? They're going to catch us off balance again to this week, huh? I don't know. I don't, they've been kind of, you know, quiet. 
um, mm. I had to speak with them a few times, and they'd say, yes, dear. And then I didn't <laughs> really get much concrete information. So, But they said they were going to be here. Mm-hmm. And often it's it's Mother God who comes through. Since she said, you know, Father God gets his own show. Yeah. <laughs> but he every, only gets every other week. She every gets other every Saturday. Uh-huh. So she'll she'll use her this as her time. Um although I never know. We'll see. We'll see who comes. Well they'll through. surprise us. They'll surprise us. They they and, and we're at a very um critical point in the evolution of this planet. And um they're usually awfully good about keeping us abreast of mm-hmm. you know minute by minute development. Sometimes we're the very first to know some of these things. So I'm looking Often forward to it. Mm-hmm. Often we're the first to hear. That's right. Um, my, I see there are a lot of callers with their hands raised. Oh, what are we going to do with them all, Catherine? Shall I just put <laughs> their hands down? <laughs> Oh, no, I think I think maybe we should check in with a couple of them. What do you think? Well, it's up to you. It's your show. Um, <laughs> you want me to open the first one here? Sure. Okay, there's about eight of them, I think. I always miss the one up above me for some reason, so I oh, found well. it this time. I yeah, that always, is. Oh, you do? 440 yeah. area code. He put his hand down, though. I don't know if he wants to talk. Tom. Oh. Hello. Well, we'll just we'll just go ahead and put him down then. You can yeah. raise your hand by hitting one, and uh, we're going on to three two three. That was my brother. That was my brother. Oh, oh bless his heart. <laughs> well, I guess we shut him up, didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Tom. <laughs> Well, just hit one, and we'll throw the doors open to you. Yeah, if you want to talk to us. Uh, well, I've got 323 three open, ending in 1169. We'd like three things, your name, your location, and one concise, clear question. Hello. Uh, Patricia O'Donnell from Seal Beach, California. Can't believe I'm the first call. Hi. Hi. Okay, my Hi, question Patricia. is about. Mm-hmm. Hi, Lo. Hi, everyone. Um, my question is about. Um, if I say this right, Tachyonis, a new energy by the Pleiades. Hmm. Well, I I don't know anything about that. So maybe it's some we sort could... of sub subatomic particle that combines our physical with our spiritual energy and somehow this is healing and there's a new laser out called the mandala. I can't as mandala. Is anyone familiar with Cobra? I believe it's through mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. I just um, found his website and it was supposedly just released November thirtieth and I was curious if anybody this knew is about a, this. This is one this is a an earth <laughs> discovery new gadget, right? Right, yeah, absolutely. But they're calling it Palladian. All right, well... Palladian maybe. technology, so maybe it's not really Earth. And how did it get here without a patent? Or is there a patent? 
Oh, there probably is. Okay, we could ask about that, I guess. I don't know anything about it. We'll see. Okay. okay. We'll give you a minute to uh, call on, and we'll see who is responding to this question. Oh, I'm uh, sorry. I thought we had a Mother, Father, God, or a speaker uh, with us. Is it just No, we didn't. Yeah, we were open a couple of calls. It's just girls. <laughs> You're okay. We invited you. Yeah. Oh, okay. Thank you. Let's wait. Let's wait for a few minutes and until Mother God comes through, and then we'll... Oh, we'll let okay. her. She's listening. Okay. So. Well, if Catherine, if you know the question, I'm going to go ahead and close Patricia's line, and I'll right. open one more question. Okay. Okay. And that's from area code nine two zero, ending in four six four one. Hello. Nine two zero. Come on. Hello. Um, this is Darlene Blystone from Green Bay, Wisconsin. Come on, Darlene. My question is. Can you hear me? I'm speaking. Yes, we have you, honey. Oh, oh, okay. Um, My question is, um, how do I keep from falling back into the forgetfulness veil? I come out into my heart mind and I experience um, the joy, the awesomeness. I'm resting in my heart and I'm I'm just seeing my creations come, come to life. And then, boom, I'm back under the veil. What can I do to help myself stay in my heart? Okay. Well, that's a good question. I think that's appropriate mm-hmm. for, for lots of people. Um, mm-hmm. I can I can give you a little introduction to the answer, but I'm sure Mother God will okay. want to talk about that. One is get the book, Who Needs Light, and read it. Yes, I spent... I sent for that. Yeah, I sent for it. Yeah. Okay, good. And read it page by page. And as you go through it, you're going to start to see how you can unblock so that you don't fall back. Um, There is, oh, Anne was talking about this part. There is a little bit of an introduction to the visual centering work in there, but it's just the, um, the background. And then you can also go to the visual centering videos on YouTube and practice. Because when you do that, it takes you back into the center of your brain where you are out of the veil, where you make connection to spirit. And when you can stay there in the center of your brain, you don't fall back. You don't lose it. So it's it's almost like a geography cure. It depends on where you're operating yeah. in your brain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so if you I go, fall I out go of, from one extreme, yeah, yeah. I yeah, can I tell you what. To the I can tell you what it is. When you're in the okay. back there in the center of your brain, you're connected. That's when you feel the joy, and the high vibration when you go forward in your brain it's to a child place and then all those old feelings from childhood come flowing back and you're in the dumps so when you move back to the center you come out of it and that's the process learning to stay back there so you can use the book you can use the visual centering and 
Maybe we'll come to Wisconsin and we can do some workshops. Yeah, well, I already put in my request for that, too. <laughs> oh, did you? Okay, yeah. good. Yeah, for you to come to Wisconsin, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would be fun. All right, so that probably the second phase of Thank the you tour. very much. Okay. Yeah. All right. Thank and you that's, very much. Thanks. That's appropriate okay, for everyone. Okay, I'll go ahead and close Darlene's line. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, did you want to continue with questions, or what no, would you like to like do? No, it like people have questions that maybe Mother, Father, God will want to uh-huh. talk about. So right. let's let's go on with the channeling and see what they have to say, and then we'll come okay. back and, and see if we have more questions. That sounds wonderful. We're looking forward to it. So we'll just let you snuggle down, get all cozy. So when Mother, Father, God arrive, they feel right at home, all cozied up in Catherine's favorite chair, I bet. And I'm just going to give just a little bit of bridge here, but um, I believe if I would just stop talking for a minute, we'd be hearing from someone, and that probably, but they, they made me wrong last time, that probably will be Mother God. Are you here, Mother God? Yes, dear Lady Nada. <laughs> and, and it is Mother God this time. You 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 guessed yes. me last time. <laughs> oh. Well, Father God wanted to play a joke on you. <laughs> well, we're, we're, we enjoy his jokes. And we're looking forward to hearing your message, Mother God. Well, thank you, dear. All right, I hope that I can bring some information to everyone that will be helpful and satisfying. There are so many things we could talk about now. It's such an exciting time, such a wonderful time, because all of you are really beginning to feel it. You're really accepting. We've been talking about this for many months now, Many years, actually, but in in really um, high vibration um, timing and urgency, we've been talking about the earth changes now f- for some time, and this is because, of course, they're happening, but the energies are rising, things are changing faster and faster. You can feel the um the disconnection from the way time used to work it used to be the minutes would tick past and you could feel it you could feel every minute every hour you could pretty much judge if you you know went out to the store and spent some time shopping, and you came back home, you could pretty much tell, oh, I was gone about an hour and 15 minutes. It must be such and such a time. Well, that's changed, hasn't it? It's hard to keep track now. So if you find yourself missing your appointments or or showing up places too early, <laughs> it's because our sense of time is changing. And everything else is changing as well. 
people who used to be grumpy are not so grumpy anymore. Have you noticed that? People who used to complain a lot and sort of have a sour puss seem to be lightening up. It's happening everywhere. People on the streets in New York City, for instance, are friendly as can be. Now, you know, New York City got a bad rap. It was never really as terrible as people pretended. It was part of the mystique for everyone to think that New Yorkers were rude and and uh, that the city was so dangerous. But in fact, it's, it's not dangerous at all. And the the people are very friendly, sometimes extraordinarily so. They go out of their way to help one another. They keep track of one another. You know, there are neighborhoods where everyone knows each other. So there is a lot of the same kind of camaraderie and neighborliness that you find in other places. Of course, the speed of things in New York has made it uh, so that people don't spend a lot of time on their doorsteps anymore. But still, there is a basic kind of friendliness that is increasing. And this is true all across the globe. We like to try to give you a bit of an update when we can from places around the globe because you get so little information about what's going on in the rest of the world. But there is one very exciting development, and that is the New Jerusalem has moved. I think you saw, some of you have seen that that announcement. It is a very exciting event. We are just tickled that the Galactics are now able to make a display of sorts in preparation for the landings. Of course, many of you know the New Jerusalem was parked in front of Venus and was a very bright light in the place that people used to call the evening star, the morning star, the brightest star in the heavens, which was, of course, not actually a star. It was a planet. And the the huge ship, the New Jerusalem, parked in front of Venus so that it would be somewhat disguised, although anyone with a strong telescope could tell it was not Venus anymore. But your official um, institutions have said absolutely nothing about the fact that they have seen a huge spaceship parked right there. Well, now (laughs) the spaceship moved from its position in front of Venus to 180 degrees across the sky where it can be seen in the evening, in a similar place in the sky, at 100 degree, 180 degrees opposite where it was before. 
now. We know that planets don't move. So they're going to have a hard time explaining this, aren't they? We can't wait to see what they come up with next. A comet? (laughs) Probably not, since it's standing still. But how does a, a star in the sky move from one place to another? It's going to become very difficult for them to pretend that they don't know what's happening and to pretend that they don't know that the sky is filled with ships. Many of you have seen them. When you go out at night with your flashlight and you flash at the ones that you can see, the brightest ones, the brightest stars, are the ships because they're closer to you. So shine your flashlight up there, blink it a few times, and send them your message of greeting. And you will see their red and green lights flashing to you. It amuses us that the um, governments of the world are still resisting. But they will come through. It is all in the works. Takes quite a lot of convincing sometimes, but perhaps St. Germain will have something to tell you about that. It is being planned very carefully. We don't want to terrify people. That is not our purpose. We want everything to go very smoothly, very peacefully, and with great joy. So they're preparing you very slowly. There are more and more sightings every day. There are hundreds of videos on the Internet about UFOs. You really have to be avoiding it in order not to know how many people have seen some sort of spaceship in the sky. They are your friends. They are our friends. They're here to help. And they're here to give you such wonderful technology, such wonderful friendship and and, uh, service. We can hardly wait. So that is the big news in the last couple days. Watch for your watch for the comments. Perhaps you could look at the official sites, some sorts of um, astrological uh, or as- astronomical <laughs> sites that talk about sightings and so on. You will see there will be lots of information there. Now let's see. Of course, you're eager to know about the progress towards the um, currency revaluation. We will leave that to St. Germain to talk about. It may seem to you that nothing is happening, but it is absolutely not true. Things are happening very fast. And you are going to be so delighted at the changes that are coming. It's being orchestrated very carefully, as we've told you before, to avoid chaos, 
to provide the greatest opportunity for the most people. That is our goal. Because you are on the path to ascension. There are more and more healers and helpers who are also aware of the ascension work and are including that in their healing work. We have asked your Dr. Catherine to explicitly use her work as a way to help people build their strengths, change their thinking, and literally rewire their brains so that you can all take the stance that is what you might call ready, the ready stance. And as Darlene was saying a few moments ago, sometimes you go into that stance, you're, in, you're feeling joy, you're happy to be alive, everything's going well, the things you try to manifest come forth immediately. That is a state of intention as opposed to a state of tension which most of you have been used to. This must be changed. The intention, when your intention is to raise your vibration, to live in your heart, and to make your connections right down from the top of your head to your toes, and then from the top of your head upward to your higher self. That is the key. And when you stay in that channel, that inner channel, breathing, feeling, seeing, observing, in complete connection to your heart, then you cannot fall back into some sort of funk, some sort of old atmosphere. And if you feel yourself slipping, just pull yourself back. Take a big, deep breath and use the breath to just pull yourself back. It's no accident, you know, that all of the ancient traditions talk about centering, talk about balance. This is what we need now. This is what all of you need to be practicing, balance. And we don't mean balance between being miserable half the time and being joyful half the time. We mean balance inside your bodies so that you are in the light, in love, all the time. Now, a year ago, that might have seemed like an impossible thing to most of you. But during this past year, you have worked, you have concentrated 
you have focused on this work in a very serious way and you are succeeding. The energy is rising on the planet. More and more people are making the effort to stay in that place of generosity, kindness, hope, joy, and harmony. Harmony is the key. When you are staying there in the center, living in that place where you're anchored in your heart, you know we call it your heart-mind. There is intelligent uh, functioning in your heart. There also is a center in your brain And when you connect to those two, the center that is your soul mind. So you need to connect your soul mind and your heart mind. And when you do that, there is no difference. There is no difference between your soul, your heart, and your mind. It is all one. And that is when you feel the sense of enormous peace, generosity, kindness, and harmony. You are made, dear ones, to experience that. It is not the exception it is possible to live there. To live there every moment of every day. And in doing that, you will fulfill what Prime Creator called the Ten Commandments for Ascension. Go back and reread those. They're posted on both websites. They're available to you, printed out, or listen to the video. Play it every day. It's very short. The commandments are there for you to read and remember and work with every day. And I promise you, if you do that rigorously, with determination, And for extra help, use the book, listen to the shows, but above all, make sure that you make contact with nature. You have seen the new video about grounding, many of you. I can explain it to you. It is very simple. The concept is, to do what human beings have done for thousands of years until very recently, and that is to walk with your feet upon the earth. When you walk in the grass, when you lie down 
on a patch of grass. You make contact with the Earth's energy. And she is the powerful healer who has been dedicated to helping her inhabitants. You know the animals walk barefoot. Why don't you? It doesn't matter if it's a little chilly outside. It doesn't matter at all. Many of you are so afraid of germs that you huddle in your houses, breathing germs from one another constantly. You don't get outside where you would be much healthier. You don't build up your immune system because you're in overheated, over-air-conditioned rooms all your lives. Get outside. Go lean against a tree. Put your toes on the ground. And spend, even if it's only 20 minutes a day, if it's cold outside, maybe 10 minutes. But your feet will love it. It will not hurt you. If you bundle up a little bit, You can even lie down on the ground and the earth will feel your presence. She'll send you her love. And if you purposely, consciously create a sense of love in yourself and then focus it, aim it downward, send it to Mother Earth and then just Lie there for a moment and breathe. And you will feel something remarkable. The energy will come flowing upward and you will feel it like a sweet jolt of love. Mother Earth will send you her blessings. And when you arise and go back into your home, I guarantee you, you will feel better. We're very pleased this information is coming out and that it has been received so enthusiastically by so many people. It was time, wasn't it? that people begin to realize that our dear planet, I think of her as our baby, our dear planet, is here to help you, was created to be your partner. For all the diseases that humans have been able to incubate, There are cures in the natural world. You need not go to a laboratory. For every disease that has been experienced throughout the years, now, we must exclude, of course, the ones that were designed in the laboratory, 
Those are a little harder for Mother Nature to combat. But she is able to produce plants that will be very effective on treating anything that human beings are made ill by. Look to the natural world to help you. Look more closely. Yes, there are cures for cancer. They're everywhere on the planet. But your pharmaceutical companies have been very rigorous about their efforts to prevent you from knowing about them. Of course, any time there is a profit involved, there will be greed. Unfortunately, that has prevented you from having the best medical care that would be possible because, of course, it's not profitable to use the leaves from a plant. You can't produce them in the laboratory. But they are there for you. Study. Read about it. Continue to explore. You will discover wondrous things. And of course, every culture has their own approach to this. In India, Ayurvedic medicine uses certain plants that appear in India. In China, there are other groups of plants. In South America, others yet. They're all effective and powerful. And they have all been set aside, ignored, in favor of something that comes in a bottle. Awaken, dear ones. Take charge of your life. You are soon going to have the opportunity to take charge of your governments as well. Do not be fooled by the fear mongers and those who are connected to anything that represents profit. If you want to know who is representing you, just look at how many contributions they take from corporations that are paying their way, from pharmaceutical and oil and gas industries. Those people cannot be free. They cannot be um, generous-minded and free to represent the people, it would be impossible. They would betray the ones who have kept them in office. They cannot do that. Do not expect them to represent you. It would be unreasonable for you to think they would. Look to the ones who are independent as independent as they can possibly be. Look to the ones whose attitudes 
are open. The ones who speak up for the people. Not the ones who are on the attack against something. Look for the people, the lawmakers, who are in favor of something. Do not be fooled by those who rant and accuse. They know nothing. They care about nothing. They try to destroy. They are my children, but they are naughty. They are very naughty children, and they will need to learn a more open-minded way, and they will. When time comes for everyone to ascend, all will have to wake Awaken and pay attention. All. And we don't have many years left. It is a very important time. The energies in the universe are aligning to make it possible for all of you to ascend. So do not waste any time, dear ones. Do not imagine you have an entire lifetime to decide whether you wish to ascend or not. That is not the way it's going to work. You will need to move very quickly. Those of you who have started your work and have been concentrating on this for some years will have a much easier time of it. We congratulate you for that. And now, you asked about, one of of your people asked about a gadget. Um, Something that is called a, uh, I won't try to pronounce it. (laughs) That was um, supposedly Palladian technology. Well, I can speak um, in general first about these sorts of things. You are beginning to get the technology. There are many who are channeling the information and are trying to make it available. I would suggest to you that most of the things that have been patented are not the pure technology. Palladians don't patent their technologies. They share it with all. So if it is a patented technology, it has had to be designed in such a way that it will be profitable. This is why people patent things, is so that they can make a profit. If it is profitable, there probably have been compromises that have been made to the technology. It will not be as powerful or as well-perfected 
as the actual technologies from the Palladians, although there may be some concepts included. Your way of manufacturing things is is terribly inferior to what the Galactics can do now. When they come with their gifts for you, there will be no need for patents or profits. Everything will be available to all. This is what we encourage. We are, nevertheless, um, encouraging about the things that are available to you now. There is some benefit from this particular object that you have, this particular technology that was mentioned. But I can tell you there will be more sophisticated versions of this to come. It is a good sign that people are beginning to be curious, are beginning to try to create these things. It's very difficult under the circumstances. You're very limited by what the inventor can afford to produce. And there has been a very, um, a second very difficult problem, and that is that if anyone produces something without a patent, there are those who would simply steal it and try to make more money. It's an awful system. It hampers the best people. That will change, and very soon. I'm going to let St. Germain talk to you about the RV, as you call it, the revaluation of the currency. So why don't I turn things over to him now and let him speak with you? We will give Catherine a moment. And let's see if our dear Lady Nada is there. I'm right here, enjoying every word. It's all been very, very exciting and interesting, and um, I feel like you've been looking over our shoulder to see just exactly where we are, what our headlines are on our websites, and um, you're right there, um, very aware of everything that we're doing. It's so obvious, and, and we're so grateful. And um, with that, I, I think St. Germain's probably ready, unless Catherine's here. Was that Catherine? Or is no, it this Germain? is Mother God I want to. I want oh. to affirm, yes, you you may have noticed that we are very aware of what you are doing. Yeah. Because we have given you assignments, specifically. <laughs> <laughs> we, we have asked you to carry through many things and so of course we're very interested in how you are doing that <laughs> we know well, what you're doing dear <laughs> that's really interesting well I'm glad we're apparently fulfilling our assignments and uh, we'll keep our ears open uh, and willingly um, make sure we're on the right path 
Oh, my dear, you have done a brilliant job. You work very hard. All of you together in this Hollow Earth Network and the Who Needs Light Network are all working so hard. Some, many of you still working jobs and spending hours into the night. Everyone busy trying to contribute. It's a wonderful thing. And we are very appreciative. And we also greatly enjoy watching how you're developing these things, how resourceful you are, how creative you've all been. It's a delightful thing for us. We love watching what you're doing. (laughs) Well, I'm glad we're all on the same team and we have good leadership and we will just um, always be open and watching for your guidance. Uh, It's good to know that um, we're being guided And thank you, Mother God. Thank you, dear. Now I will say farewell until the next call. Farewell. Farewell. Thank you. And a little pause here. Catherine might want to swallow a little water before she changes her frequency to accommodate... uh, someone very close to her, um, her other half, St. Germain. Are you here, St. Germain? Indeed I am, dear. Yes, this is St. Germain. Well, it is a very exciting time. And I'm delighted to be here. Of course, I wish I could um, give you the details of the currency exchange and uh, where to go today to do that. It's disappointing to me that we have to wait a little longer, but I can tell you things are picking up. There have been many who are now being paid. The exchanges are being done. The new the new levels of um, valuation of the currency has already been established and there are many who are already cashing in, I would say. So it will take a little time for the um, procedure to be opened up to everyone, but it will be done It will be done very soon. I am so looking forward to this. So looking forward to seeing the joy and the sharing and the generosity. I hear people every day saying, if only I had the funds, if only it would come through. My my father needs Uh, surgery, my mother can't pay the bills, my neighbors are suffering. I know of a group of people who want to do a wonderful project and I want to help out. I want to help so badly and it is such a, 
a heartwarming thing for us to hear. And it's interesting, you know, the longer this lasted, the more people are saying, I want to be of service. I want to use this to improve the world. It is not such a bad thing that has that it has taken a while for this to happen. I know many of you felt, especially early on, the suffering should stop immediately. Everything should change immediately. Well, of course, things don't happen that way. Your country was not established overnight. None of the democracies came to exist, or so-called democracies, came into existence in a day. It took years of negotiations and many wars and and struggles and more negotiations and more struggles. Well, fortunately, we haven't had to fight a war to make this happen. That's very fortunate. And we are able to involve ourselves somewhat with the negotiations that are now taking place around the globe. Watch, everyone. Watch for it. You will see in the news. Well, you may have to go to your Internet to get the real news, but you will see wonderful progress being made. There are some very high-level negotiations going on that have to do with every country in the world. The UN has been involved. The treasurer, you know, the treasury people of every country in the world have been involved. The meetings go on day and night. The negotiations proceed day and night. It is happening. There is excitement all across the globe. There are, no, there were thousands. Now there are hundreds of thousands of light workers involved in these negotiations. And they are becoming more and more powerful. They are coming into their own. You can see it happening. You know, since the turn of the millennium, there has been a trajectory, a tendency, and that is for the light and the dark to separate more and more. Those who wish to stand for darkness have become more and more dark. Those who thought they stood for the light have become stronger and stronger and more resolute, less willing to stand by while destructive things happen. People are coming forward every day declaring themselves to be light workers. How many light workers do you know? Many, many, don't you? Everyone here 
is a light worker. And all of you know many more. Bring them here with you. Bring them to our calls. Let them take part in this wonderful family that you're building. Don't be shy. Don't be shy to talk to those who are on the fence. And you will be surprised how many there are. You will be surprised how many people will be willing now to tell you, yes, they believe in a higher power. Most people have all along. But it is less difficult for them to talk about it now. There are more and more people coming forward, describing their experiences, talking about the energies they feel, talking about the healings they've seen or experienced. It's happening more and more. People are awakening. It is inevitable. And the more people who awaken, the more it tips the balance. The closer we come to the fruition, to the great unfolding of this wonderful time that's ahead of us. We have been working for this for thousands of years. It's only been a few years that we've been talking to you about it. And in those few years, look how far we've come. Look what's changed on the planet. Everything is different. There is hope everywhere on the planet, everywhere. New governments are forming. New ways of reaching out to one another. And new technologies that put you in touch with each other. That will be the turning point, the fact that everyone can talk with one another. You see it happening with the ships. Keep sending those videos around. Send them to everyone you know. Keep sending those wonderful pictures of our ships, making their little forays. And you know that most of the countries in the world have by now, either privately or publicly, declared themselves that to be in a stand-down position where it comes when it comes to UFOs, supposedly called UFOs, they know what they are. There's nothing unidentified about them. But more and more countries around the world have agreed that there is no point in trying to prepare themselves to fight back if there is a, an invasion from space. They know by now that there's going to be no such thing. Many don't wish to declare that publicly because there are still great amounts of there's still great amount of money involved in the production of weaponry 
but it is being scaled back. And it will be much more so very soon. But you know, we do take into account that the um, the economy and the people who work for the government and for the military will be very profoundly affected if everything should grind to a halt all of a sudden. Many people have been have said they're so disappointed with Obama because he's agreed to do this or he's agreed to do that. Well, it's a very short-sighted view to think that your president would agree to ending every program or even any program that would put thousands and thousands of people out of work even if it is the production of some kind of weaponry that will never be used. He knows that. It is part of the winding down. You already have plenty of rusty equipment hanging around from previous wars that is no longer used. It will simply be that. Many of the things that are now being produced or funded are not going to be of any use but that doesn't mean they shouldn't be produced or at least the parts of them they will they will do no harm the galactics are already well prepared to dismantle anything make it useless so don't worry have you noticed also that the air is so much cleaner. Look at your windowsills. They don't have the black dust on them that they used to have. The entire globe is becoming cleaner. The air is fresh. It doesn't carry the toxins you used to breathe all the time. There are still some You know, people keep asking about, what about those chemtrails? What are those things? Well, they're nothing. They're fewer and fewer. You might see a few up there, and there are still some people who think that they're doing something. But what's what's being expelled from the airplanes is really just harmless mist. They are not toxic the way they used to be, and they were. Believe me, they were toxic. They are no longer. You also may remind your friends and neighbors that the um, radiation spills from Fukushima are being eliminated. If there is Uh, radiation still seeping into the ocean, it is eliminated. As it spreads into the water, it is eliminated. The galactics are working very hard on that. There are large teams, and they have specific assignments 
and one of them is that. We have the technology to completely uh, nullify any effect of radiation, and it is being done. So do not fear that things are dragging on and nothing is happening. It is not true. Everything is proceeding apace. Everything is unfolding just as it was intended. We've reminded you just recently that the unfolding and the timeline as we see it from higher dimensions does not fit your calendar. What we see is are all the variables coming together like the tributaries of a river. We see the events unfolding. We see the players doing their parts. Of course, I have been involved in many of those things close to the ground. But when we step back, we see all these things coming together. We don't see them with a stopwatch in our hand. We see them unfolding. The sequence is important. We watch the sequences of all the elements that are coming together. And we can tell you, dear ones, there is no question that all other possibilities have dropped away. And the only timeline that remains is that approaching ascension. There is no question. Mother Earth has already ascended and many of you are raising your vibration to come with her. The expression of that will be fulfilled very soon. It is a complex interdimensional process. All of the things we work with are interdimensional. It's very difficult to explain to you as much as we would like to. You will see it when you come. You will be able to see the history of your planet, the history of the cosmos. You will see your part in it, your lifetimes, and how they played into this wonderful sequence of events. It is not only this lifetime, although this one is the culmination. You will see, when you ascend, you will be able to see all this. What a glorious thing it is to be able to to see the picture of how these things have evolved. The variables are infinite because there are more than 7 billion people playing into this now. And so all of those people interact with each other, with the planet, with the cosmos, with the turning of the wheel. 
there were many options that might have come to fruition and there were many timelines in play just a few years ago it would have been possible for all this to change for it to be another outcome you heard those options some of them that there might have been tremendous disruptions on the planet that was one of the timelines that might have evolved had you not worked so hard had we all not worked so hard and come together to balance and as each person on the planet raises their vibration it adds to the momentum It brings the tipping point closer. We are already at the peak of the expectation for what's going to come. It is unfolding. Now, there are places where we're putting on the brakes a bit in order for another area to catch up. And then we go full speed ahead for a little bit, and then we may hold back a little bit. It's a very delicate operation, and there are thousands of people involved. And the survival of planet Earth is at stake. We know you're in a rush. We know you're in a hurry. You want it to happen, and so do we. The sooner the better. I am sorry, I cannot, will not again give you a specific time and place, but I can tell you, it is all happening as we had hoped. And you will be the beneficiaries and the leaders as you are now. Each of you have gained in wisdom, in strength. Each of you is coming into your own. You are becoming the masters that you have been in previous lifetimes, that you have been in other dimensions. It is a wonderful thing to see this fulfillment when those of you who have accomplished so much, worked so hard, are coming together with yourselves. This was the hardest time, the most challenging time, And you have come through it. You have defeated the reptilians. Have you celebrated that sufficiently? Have you really acknowledged what that means? You, each of you together, 
defeated the dark ones, the masters. And you did it one by one, each of you working together, even though you didn't know you were working together. You came here with the project, with the soul contract. You carried it, and you played it out, and you succeeded. Think of it. That was only August, August 22nd. It came to an end. And have you felt the difference since? There are still a few bad actors, a few who are trying to make their mark, who are trying to do their damage. They were trained by the reptilians. They're what has what uh, what we called in Catherine's book the wannabes. They're wannabes. They want to be the bad ones. There are fewer and fewer. And the benefit to them for what they're doing is slimmer and slimmer. You fortunately have begun to turn away from these events, to not focus on them, to not give celebrity status to someone who does something vile. That is a relief, isn't it? You don't have to watch television anymore. Many of you have completely stopped listening or watching those kinds of things. It's a very good idea. You are no longer feeding the darkness. And the less attention, the less anxiety, the less uh, fear is focused on these world events, the faster the change comes. Keep that in mind, dear ones. That is the formula to remember. Envision what you want. Envision the progress, the lifetime, the events that you wish to see happen. And they will. Now, we would like to leave enough time for people to ask some questions and I will be available we okay. could call Mother, ba- Mother God back if necessary but I will stay here on the line dear Anne would you like to mm-hmm. proceed you know I, I would like to ask a question myself um, and I mm-hmm. think we would all like to hear this answer I, but someone just sent me an email um, of a 13-mile-long 
crop circle that was uh, etched in hard pan desert um, uh, <laughs> rock, and and you know that that is pretty hard to duplicate uh, from someone here. What is that? <laughs> I've heard stories about the crop circles, um, different things, um, but I've heard that they're also uh, sort of a um, roadmap for the galactics. Uh, they, they designate certain energy points or something. Is it, what can you tell us about it, Saint Germain? <laughs> well, I can assure you, it isn't the boys from the pub. It's a board. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad you told us that. Okay. <laughs> All right. There have been many purposes for the the crops, what is called crop circles. Mm-hmm. Some are in crops, some are not. It was easier to produce them in the crops, of course, mm-hmm. and very dramatic from the air. Mm-hmm. The uh, the shifts, uh, as as you know, are coming closer. Mm-hmm. The crop circles are becoming more frequent. Mm-hmm. There are many purposes to the to the crop circles. Some, most, are messages that we have hoped those on the ground will begin to recognize. There are mathematical mm. formulas. There are uh, spiritual geometry is being displayed there. Mm-hmm. Of course, the fundamental intention is to declare our presence. Mm -hmm. The bigger they get, the harder it is to ignore them. Yeah. And to proclaim that, you know, some group of fellows were playing a hoax. The accusations of hoax are becoming Far less frequent, aren't they? Are becoming They're what? Far less frequent. Oh, who can, far less frequent. Yeah. Who can say a thirteen mile mile uh, long? Yeah, mile long decoration on the planet that suddenly appears is a hoax. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and 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 the and the borders are in all this rough hard terrain are immaculate and they're they're 10 inches wide and 3 inches deep um they would have had to been laser cut which they apparently uh huh they are that wow now it would have been difficult to do a huge circle like that in the center of town somewhere yeah right the these remote areas are chosen for that kind of artwork. Mm. Um, yes, there there is special technology used. Um, it's a little different when you're working in crops than when you're working on uh, rock. Mm-hmm. But what what was your question, dear? I, well, I had read somewhere that. Um, more than um, being 
to get our attention. They also were trigger points are are um, um, location points that are critical from the air that um, are of use to the galactics as well. Oh, yes. There are energy uh, vortexes on your planet. You know that. Mm-hmm. Um, many of them have... Uh, we don't necessarily have to make the pictures on the ground in order to know where they are. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's not a requirement, but it is certainly uh, an interesting piece of artwork, isn't it? They must enjoy it themselves. Yes. You know, they're beautiful. They are just... Yes. And maybe they play games who can do the prettiest one next or something like that, you they know? They do enjoy it a great deal. And I there bet. is... Um, there is a, a combination of uh, recognition of the vortexes mm-hmm. and marking of them and the knowledge that it will be uh, witnessed. So it's a combination of all those things. Yeah. They wouldn't have to mark the ground in order to know where the vortexes are. We already know that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there is an active, there is an element of activation of the energies involved when these are designed as well. Oh, that's interesting. They activate as well. Well, I won't mm-hmm. take up. I know there's that we've got about eleven people waiting, and I don't want to intrude on their time. But I kind of thought everybody might enjoy that, and I'm very grateful for your taking the time to answer it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm going to open three o seven area code ending in three three five five, and uh, your name, your first name, your location. One quick question. Uh, Mr. Sperry from Wyoming. Mm-hmm. Come on. Um, there's been talk regarding the global currency reset happening and then the cabal taking down the U.S. grid on the 11th or the 13th, 14th of November to zero out everybody's bank account so they will have their blessing lost. Could somebody address that, please? <laughs> yes, indeed, I will address that. <clears throat> This is one of the things that we have worked very hard to prevent. It will not succeed. It will not be done. We have taken back the power. We have worked very hard with those of the 13 families who are willing to come to the light, and there are some. The money will not be stolen. We have our corrections in place. This is part of of one of the variables that we have had to work very hard to make sure of. I have suggested to many that it is not necessarily a good idea to 
take all of your um, all of your money to exchange it immediately. As you know, we are working to um, establish Nasara as the new governance in the United States. When we are able to do that, you won't have to worry about taxes. So it would be my suggestion. I know some people will need some of the money right away, but it would be my suggestion that you hold back a bit. Don't cash it all in at once. Wait and see. And if there is any problem with with the um, the grid, as they have been threatening, it will be repaired. You have copies there. There are plenty of there is plenty of evidence for what was there before. They cannot just wipe out everything as much as they might like to. It won't be possible. So do not spend your time in fear. Work with us. Do what you can. Print out your bank statements. If you wish to be to feel safe, make um, what you call screenshots to save. It will not be allowed. And if we, f- if we feel that there is any danger of that happening, we now have hundreds of people working to secure the whole process. If we feel that there is a danger of that, we would be required to postpone what we're going to do. We will make sure that this does not happen. Mm, That was great. I know people are concerned about that. Thank you very much. Okay, and thank you uh, in Wyoming very much for that question. That that, uh, has been on a lot of people's minds. I'm going to move on. We've got 17 minutes left. Uh, Once you've asked your question and I've closed your line, if you will uh, press number one on your keypad, it will remove you from the call list. I appreciate that as I open 615. Ending in 6657. Yes, this is Ethan calling from Nashville, Tennessee. My question is about Comet Ison and the purpose and nature of the space body. Thank you. (laughs) The nature of the space body is a spaceship. There is no comet, Ison. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> what used to be called, I don't think you see as much about it anymore. I don't know where you're finding your evidence, but the, the so-called comet Ison came flashing into 
your solar system, pulled up and parked in front of Jupiter. (laughs) Your scientists have never seen a comet that could park itself (laughs) and then proceed on its way. So I think the official sites that might have been giving out information about so-called Comet Ison have probably stopped doing so by now because it is not Comet Ison. It is the mothership, the enormous mothership from Andromeda here to enjoy the ascension of planet Earth and to help out. And also that they have come to to um, bring back their own if those who ascend wish to return to the uh, Andromeda constellation after the ascension. It is a beautiful, enormous ship. Nothing like the comet, I assure you. Where is it parked? How, how big is it compared to the New Jerusalem? It's far larger than the You're nature. kidding, really? Yes. Wow. Because the New Jerusalem is 2,000 miles long. It is even larger. <gasps> Where is it hiding? I'm looking. It was moving from its place in front of Jupiter and was moving, was coming on a path toward Earth. I believe it is now out in the area of Saturn. Hmm. Approaching Mars. I believe it's behind Mars. I will have to check on that one, but I believe it's in the area. <clears throat> it may be it may be hiding behind Mars. I will check mm-hmm. on that and let you know. Oh, that's so interesting. Mhm. Yeah. They find all kinds of places to hide up there from us. <laughs> well, it's it's fairly easy, you know. Most <laughs> of most of the um telescopes are on the ground here, and there are lots of places to hide in space. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what a game. What a game. Well, we're down to 13 minutes. I'm opening up 678, ending in 1323. Come on, your name, location, question. Hi, my name is Cyril, and I'm calling from Georgia. Georgia? Okay, come on. Georgia. Yes. Um, I've been reading your articles and I read that uh, you talked about the Earth being stabilized by the galactics. You talked about, excuse me, the what? The Earth. The Earth being surrounded by galactics. Yes. Sort of being supported by galactics. Yes. Yeah, so I was wondering if they are still trying to stabilize the magnetics, the earth magnetics, and how long will they be able to continue stabilizing the earth? 
They will continue stabilizing the earth until the last person has ascended. That and when is, is that? <laughs> when is your date? <laughs> like like the other events, it will unfold. We cannot predict what every person on planet Earth will do and mm-hmm. how quickly. We can see it will unfold in waves. People will the energy will gather the the attention to the process will will become um, focused in such a way that people will be thinking of nothing else. They will be working hard. They will be working with many mentors, and there will be uh, classes. There will be instruction. There will be helpers everywhere. Mm. You know, the Healing for Ascension tour that you've talked about earlier is just the beginning. Mm. There will be there will be many who will be teaching and helping when the when your star brothers and sisters arrive you will you will have mentors, you will have teachers. Everyone will be working toward this. It will be a planetary classroom. Mm. And everyone will be working toward their ascension. So, who will go first? Who will take longest? We cannot predict that mm-hmm. to the moment, of course. So, there is no guarantee that it will be this lifetime. Okay, at least my lifetime. It will be this lifetime, yes. For most of you. It will be very okay. soon. Now, <laughs> When you say very soon, soon in spirit times might be 100 years from now. No. No. It is those of you who are here now. Hmm. You came here for this process. This is the destiny of those who are on this call. All of you will be taking part in this. So... Uh-huh. Prepare yourselves now. It is coming. I've been preparing. Mm. I've been waiting. So, Okay, oh, I'm going to move on. No more chit-chat. We have to keep going, guys. we got nine minutes left. Okay. Thank you. you had a good question there. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's go may on I, to... May I add, I, to remind everyone, the ascension is not something you wait for. It's something you make happen. Yeah. That's true for everyone. Absolutely. It's all proactive on our part. Mm -hmm. I think I've opened the wrong line. I think I opened the earlier one. I get so carried away with all this. (laughs) Okay, I've opened up 828, ending in 9083. Hi, how you doing? My name's Tom. I'm in North Carolina. And I don't really have a question. I just have some friends that have been uh, unlawfully detained. Uh, one's James Thomas McBride. Uh, he's the du jour postmaster general. And Robert Barquez. 
and I would just like to uh, have you hold them in the light and help them through what they're going through right now. Absolutely, yes. There are there are those who are working behind the scenes to help him. Great. That's it. Thank you. Oh, that's Thank wonderful. Thank you. We will mm-hmm. make, make that a focus of our energy and our prayers. That's wonderful. Yeah. And there are those who are helping. It's good news. Thank you, Tom. I'm opening up 334, ending in 4464. Okay. Hello? Yes, come on. Hello, I'm Anita from Alabama. And my question is, what's supposed to happen on November 13th through the 15th? Is there anything special supposed to happen? Lots of important things are happening in the coming days. No. Okay. We will not, we will no longer say a certain thing is going to happen on a certain day. There are too many variables in in every event that's taking place. There are going to be things unfolding every day. Every week. Keep your energies high. You know, here, when we answer these questions, it's very important that I always add this. There is no such thing as a prediction. If I predict that all the grid is going to go down and everyone is going to have a disastrous event in their lives, it will happen because you will all believe it. We must not go there. You must train yourselves to stop thinking about the disaster things. Do not even allow it to come into your mind. We've talked to you about how the planet was stabilized by your galactic brothers and sisters. That was done because of the requests from all of you and because you raised your vibration enough to help stabilize the planet. It is not just the galactics who did that. You, dear ones, have helped to stabilize and balance your planet. You are also helping to create a new energy across the planet that is changing the way the animals behave. It's changing the way your neighbors behave. And it will change the outcome of whatever is coming next week. Does that answer your question? Yes. Thank you. Okay. Okay. All right. And Patricia, I see you have your name up. And I'm opening your line right now. Come on, Patricia. Oh, hi. Thanks for taking me back. Um, I had some more questions about the reptilians, and I know I think the number was 999,000 left on August 22nd. Now, does does that mean that obviously there are still some here? No. Yeah? No? No. Listen to the 
to the uh, broadcast. They are all gone. The the cabal is there's none in the cabal. No, there are no reptilian souls left. There are still those human beings. We don't have to worry about entities trying to take over our bodies again. No, they don't. You don't. And you will you will notice how many people are coming out of whatever emotional. I notice that. Mm hmm. Because I do people's hair, so I, I see them regularly, and I notice changes in them. And it's yes. a wonderful thing to see. Good. And I try to help them. Yes, okay. you can. Thank We're you, clear Lisa. of all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They really are, and also the draconians doing. were all gone, as well as all the reptilians. It's all yeah. Go to the August twenty second. Uh, those of you that are new, this is a major listening. event. I was listening. Okay, yeah, we wonderful. are down to three minutes. And um, thank you. I, thank you're you so welcome much. I appreciate everything you guys are doing. I love it. It's wonderful. Thank you, honey. Okay. Let's, uh, let's let Catherine have a little bit of time to close this call. She's worked so hard. Um, St. Germain, what do you think? Of course. She likes to say goodbye to everyone. It wouldn't be fair for us to hog the last minute, would it? Yeah. <laughs> so we let her come back. We're getting very good at this, you know. I can switch <laughs> off and she can switch back on in no time. Well, I won't even bother to give her a bridge. She'll be right here. (laughs) I will say to all callers tonight, remember, keep your energies high. You will decide the outcome of what happens on your planet. Don't ask for predictions because no one else can determine what will happen in your lives. Only you do that. Now, I step aside and allow our dear Catherine to come back. Namaste, all. Namaste. Namaste. Thank you, thank you. See you next week, St. Germain. (laughs) Hi. (laughs) Hi, Catherine. We saved you a whole minute and a half. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, that's all it takes to say goodnight. It was fun. Um, we had so I much good information. To to yeah, it was great. <laughs> I I was aware at a few times that there were technological things that I think I felt Saint Germain saying, um, "Do I want to go into that?" And does yeah. Catherine want to go? You know, I think he mm-hmm. has other people that he gives that information to. So I'm I'm I once asked that. I'll finish this quickly. I asked last week, you know, don't you want me to bone up so I can do some of the technological stuff? And they said, my dear, you are an excellent psychologist. Let's do that. (laughs) (laughs) So you got off the hook on that one. That was good. Stay with the physics. Stay with with what we love you for, Catherine. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So I'm going to put on our lovely music by Jonathan Goldenthal and say goodnight to everyone and thank you, Anne. Thank you so much. Oh, it's my pleasure. We have fun on these calls and uh, I'm happy to be here. Thank you, Catherine. All right, and I will see everyone tomorrow night on the Healing Call. <laughs>
Bye-bye. Bye-bye.